Z button has been hit. Both video and audio. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're here. Time. We're here to talk about Albert Brooks. And one of his best movies, one of his better movies in 1991, I believe, Defending yes. Your Life. That's right. Um, I do this. Yeah, I know. Is there on there? Okay. Fantastic. Just fantastic. <laughs> That's a good so, Albert, we'll, Albert Brooks impression. We'll just uh, get right into it, shall we? to Defending Your Life, uh, a movie that probably nobody even knows below the age of 50. I don't, I don't know. Albert Brooks is a pretty niche uh, guy. I could see that. Uh, comedians love him so much that they made that documentary. I was looking at a, a trailer for it earlier. I watched the whole trailer. Defending My Life. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good documentary. I want to watch it now. It's very good. But it, it was made by, uh, what's his name? Apatow. No. Uh, Apatow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Carl Reiner. Yeah. Uh, well, Rob Reiner. Not Carl. Rob yeah. <laughs> um, Carl Rob Reiner and him are like best friends since high school. Um, yeah. I was watching a video clip of... I was pulling up a clip of the, him on Bill Maher's show because I noticed Albert Brooks at this age. Not anymore. But him and Bill Maher have the exact same voice. They sound exactly the same. Close, yeah. And I was when I pulled up the interview and it was like from the documentary that just came out and I was like Albert Albert Brooks kind of has got the rat, you know, he's got the raspier voice now. I was like, "Oh, they yeah. don't damn. It's not what I was ho- I was hoping for just the same voice talking to each other, you know, but I couldn't get it." Damn it. But I did find yeah. a little clip here. I don't really have a timestamp. So how familiar are you with Albert Brooks's uh, movies, like his filmography? Filmography, not much. I, I, I don't, I, I was looking at his movies that he's directed. I haven't seen a single one of them. I know really? about them just from, okay. you know, knowing movies, but yeah, hadn't seen a single one of them. I want to see his first one. The first one looks kind of amazing. His first movie, because he talked about in the documentary. And I forgot what it's called, but it's like it's basically a mockumentary about television and how yeah. it was kind of like ahead of its time in doing reality television. It's pretty funny. Like the, the, the scenes that they showed, I was like, it looks really good. I kind of want to watch. I want to find it and watch it. Yeah, it they they fantastic. put a clip up from it for that trailer where he's like, "Yeah, film the sushi sh- sushi chef," and looks right at the camera. <laughs> yeah. He's basically predicting what TV is now, which is the show is the the chef or you know it wasn't Sushi Chef, but it was something like that. Right. Well, the Sushi surgeon. Chef is in is in Defend Your Life. Oh, yeah. I got to take a piss. Yes. Take a piss. Uh, guys, take a I'm okay. Take a piss. <laughs> that part was great. Real guys, Life. That tonight. movie's called. Real Life. Yes, Real Life. That's it. And oh. then, uh, what does that taste like? You throw up. <laughs> It's real life, modern romance, Lost in America, which I want to watch. Lost in America is good. Defending your life, Mother, yeah, The Muse, and then Looking the for Comedy in the Muslim World. Is that all? Yep. He took a big break in between uh, um, uh, Lost in America and, and 
defending your life. Yeah, six years. That's a big gap. Well, he was in movies, though. He wasn't acting in movies at that time. Yeah. I know. I mostly know Elwood Brooks as an actor. Yeah, yeah. He's in I didn't know. I, I didn't watch his stuff, which I'm... Now I want to go back and watch some of these because I want to watch Real Life and Lost in America. Um, yeah. The other ones I'll probably get to, depending on how much I like those other two. I've seen Defending Your Life and Mother probably the most out of all of them. Because my parents love Mother. That's Debbie Defending Reynolds, right? Life. Yeah. Mother's great. Mother's actually very good. And Rob Morrow's in it. Rob Morrow plays his brother. Oh. And they have, they have this weird pissing contest about who, who's mama... Who does Mama love the most? And it's it's just it's, it's really funny. It's just Mother's funny. You gotta watch Mother. I would say if you're gonna watch any of his movies, watch Mother next. Okay. Muse no. is fine. It's funny, but it, it's very inside Hollywood, and it's uh, Sharon Stone plays a muse, like a Greek muse. I remember the screenwriter. I, I saw part of it. Yeah. When it's it came out. And I was like, oh, I'm good. It's well, not knows? a bad movie, but it's one of his weaker movies. I might not like it now, or still might not like I it. Yeah, I didn't see Muslim World, which it looks like it's not bad. 5. Oh, 5. that's right. He, he did that movie. That, remember that he did the movie with Brendan Fraser, where he's the, he's the um the man, he's the, uh, yes, scout, the scout, baseball, the scout. That's what I'm saying. I mostly know him as an actor. Yeah, the scout and I've always him. liked him. He's great in Drive. I want to see him in more villain roles. Yeah. Out of sight, out of sight. He was great. Out of sight. Yeah, this is our second Meryl Streep movie and our second Elmer Brooks movie. We'll try to make that Meryl Streep count go down. Yeah. I don't want to watch any more of her fucking movies. I she she's just an endless fountain of joy in this, and it kind of gets irritating after a while. She's so perfect. So goddamn perfect. She's so perfect. What are you? I'm Prince. I'm, I think I'm Prince uh, Valiant. What are you? Dinner. <laughs> his, oh my God. That scene his eyeballs while he's watching. He's, he's like doing this. <laughs> not moving he's his so face. It's so fucking funny. Line. So funny, yeah. And then that they but, cut to the uh, Japanese, the sumo dude. <laughs> and the woman was, ah! That, yeah. that whole yeah. scene was perfect. And the old man. That's a great scene. The old man. I know, mommy. What the hell is this? <laughs> what is this? What the what hell is, is this? Mummy. Mummy. What? It goes, what the hell is this? And it comes over to the next lady and she watches herself and it's a, it's a profile. Then he goes, yeah. And then, and then it cuts the, goes down and Prince Valiant. But yeah, the best part is uh, Shirley MacLaine introduces it. Yeah. And that's like the biggest gag of the, of the uh, moment. And the song goes, oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. I do want to play. And at that time, Shirley oh. MacLaine was known to say that she was she lived many different lives. Yeah. It's like that Twilight Zone 85 episode. This was that period of time when people believed in that shit. That was like a widespread uh-huh. thing at the time. Like, I lived 14 different lives. What the hell is this? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> this is what, what was this called? The uh, uh, the, the, the past uh, life pavilion, past life pavilion. Yeah, that's right. Um, this, this whole scene was gold, though. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> why are they scaring them in, you know, in this way station? Oh, God. And I want to fast forward, but it's hard to miss Albert Brooks's. It's easy to miss his, his reaction. Yeah. Come on, men, to the castle. <laughs> All right, it's right after this, I think. Yeah, yeah. His, his eyes made me laugh so fucking hard. Because he's like doing this. Head way up in the air thing. Yeah, he's so. <laughs> he's it's incredible. Who are you? I'm oh. Prince Valiant. Really? Yeah. Who are you? Dinner. <laughs> no, before that, uh, damn it. <laughs> oh, it's when she shuts the curious. It's when she's Shirley McCoy. The hell is this? Ah. <laughs> No, yeah, it's, it's, uh... Here. No, just before this, like... It's like a hair before this, yeah. Uh, you know uh, what? We're, we're never going to see the video. No, I'm going to I'm gonna turn off the video, and then I'll play it over here. I'll just freeze but, it um, when I get to it. I guess for this movie, though, um, he originally wanted Glenn Close to be in it. And I guess Carrie Fisher was the one... Or Carrie Fisher's party. He was really good friends with Carrie Fisher, and uh, I guess she said, "Well, Meryl Streep's going to be at this party. Why don't you ask Meryl Streep?" Oh no, Glenn Close is the one that said Meryl Streep should play this part, and he was just like, "I don't think she'll do it." And she goes, "I just ask her." And then they met at a party, and he goes, "Like, well, do you want to yeah. be in this movie?" She says, "Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do an Albert Brooks comedy. It'd be great." I think it's right here. By this point, I mean, shit, he hadn't made a movie since he had three movies to his credit before this one. And they're both highly, uh, they're all three highly considered, I would say. Oh, come on. Don't fuck me on this. <laughs> You're not going to win the visual game. Meanwhile, they're going to come, Albert Brooks is going to come and sue you for showing this, these scenes. Good for him. Why are you, why are you showing this for free? You don't have a body. <laughs> of course. It, oh, fuck you so hard. They really, they know how to get to you. Anybody get to you yet? Albert Brooks get to you yet? I'll be a friend of you. I just won't play the audio, and I'll leave it right here, ready to... I'll get you, I'll get you that scene where you get his eyes <laughs> bugged out. I'll be, really I'll be your friend. I wish Albert Brooks talked to Meryl Streep like that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to eat a lot of it? Oh, I'll give you ten pies. Right here. How about that? There he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Albert Brooks is a genius. I, I, I love... I'm so glad I got to meet him and talk to him for like 10 minutes. It was so awesome. At oh, wow. That fucking, at that fucking Oscar party I went to, because Kyle, where his boss, that's all she did was make Oscar parties, or host Oscar parties, and I was I was able to go to one for the Descendants. So George Clooney was there. I met George Clooney, too. Um, but Albert Brooks, I was talking to him, and he was a really nice guy. And I was talking to him, I said, I said, look, man, I'm a huge fan of yours. I think you're a genius. He goes, oh, thank you. Thank you for that. And he's a spitter. He spits when he talks. And he's close. He's a close <laughs> talker, too. And he was, oh, I was great. I was, oh, thanks. Thanks, Albert. Yeah, keep spitting. He's like, I told him, I told him, I told him, <laughs> my dad, you know, my dad was in Hollywood years ago. And one of his heroes, one of his comedic heroes was Groucho Marx. And um, I know there's a, they had a past together, him and Groucho Mark in the 70s. And he goes, oh, that's wonderful. And I said, well, the thing was, my dad wanted to talk to him. He's at his house, but he wanted to knock on his door. But 
He decided not to, but because he did that, he basically died the next day. And he says, well, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that story. That's a terrible story. Why are you telling me that? Uh, now I'm going to die. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die tomorrow. What is this? Yeah, no, no. He was laughing, being really nice, and he's a really funny guy. And then fucking, this is how surreal this moment was. Fucking only in Hollywood. Colleen Camp, which was Kyle's boss, the actress from the, the 80s who weighs 800 pounds now, she puts Winona Ryder in between me and Albert Brooks. And she goes, Albert, have you met Winona? Have you met Winona yet? And it's like she's she's pushing her in between me and Albert Brooks. And I'm like, what? This is weird. Hi, Winona. She goes, hi. And she's just talking to Albert. Oh, no, how are you? Oh, that's what a nice. Okay, very good. And he, like, he kept talking to me. And he kind of went back and forth. And, and then, you know, within like two minutes of that, I was just like, well, it's like, I was like, nice to meet you. I'm glad, you know, yeah. You're a great guy. And he goes, well, thank you so much. And he was very kind, very nice. And I think he just basically took off after that point because the party was over by that point. And yeah. He was just like, I'm, I'm going. I'm leaving. I got to go home. Because I don't think he. He's like a guy that shows up and leaves. That's something that I would do. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you have to make an appearance, but you're like, I just want to go home. Well, I, like, I, I, I do want to see you and say hi, but the, after that, I'm done. Yeah, and that's, I'm done. Like, and then uh, we saw Steven Tyler that night was there from Aerosmith. I really was hoping you were going to say Seagull. Oh, my God, I wish. <laughs> no, Very I different he, dude uh, than Steven Seagull. The girl, who is the woman? Oh, God, she did Western Civilization, the decline of the Western oh, Civilization um, movie. Penelope Spheris? Penelope Spears was there. Yeah. I talked to her. She was awesome. I said, look. No, she's, a, just, she, I, she's in that lifestyle, man. She's like a oh, fucking she, old school hippie. Oh, she was awesome. I talked to her for a bit, and I was just like, dude. I said, like, yeah, you're Western. You know, I just rewatched it the other day. She said, oh, really? It's, oh, yeah, it's so great. She goes, well, thank you. She was very nice. And then uh, I ran into Mark Romanoff, who was there. Oh, really? Mark, no, uh, yeah, Mark. No, um, he's the guy that did uh, 24-hour photo. Was it Mark? Romanek? Oh, I was thinking of when you said Mark. I was thinking of uh, Mark Ryland. No, no, I think it's Romanek. Uh, he did Twenty Four Hour Photo, okay. and he did um, he did Never Let Me Go, and he always he's, his name's attached to like a million movies, and they never happen. But Never Let Me Go like just came out that year, and I was like, oh man, I just saw Never Let Me Go. You destroyed me with that movie. He goes, oh, thank you. He was very nice. He was like, everybody was nice. Every, was everyone so sounds like Albert Brooks, though. <laughs> everybody oh, was really you. nice. That's fair. Say, don't tell me that story. That means I'm going to die. Don't tell me that story. I, I do want to say this about the uh, my first Albert Brooks directed and written and directed experience. This movie is far. I can't even tell you how many times more subtle than yeah. I expected. Oh yeah. yeah. I expected way more jokes. I expected right. way more you know, wacky stuff. And it's the most subtle movie you can imagine. That's about such a wacky premise. Yeah. Everything is so underplayed and it's just all, all the humor is just Albert Brooks says some stuff and yeah. it's, none of it's like terribly funny. It's mostly just his reactions to stuff. That's funny. It's humor. It's very yeah. humorous film. It's not a hilarious movie. It's just a really yeah. good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, Rip Torn was the best casting choice oh, yeah. for this movie. And, I, how, how much percentage do you think you use of your brain? Th- uh, th- half? <laughs> three percent. What? Three? What? Three? Yeah. So I'm saying, it's, there's like no grand joke there. It's just him saying three over and over. That's funny. Like We call you little brains. <laughs> something we you say behind your back. That's something. And then he goes... 
Uh, you're curious. I like that about you. Yeah. You're curious. And he goes, Can I try that? You're gonna like you. You just got you. You would like it. No, let me try that. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> Tastes like shit. <laughs> I was reading. The trivia says there. it was meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> and did you yeah, see? Did you see the that. reason he hired Rip Torn? Because he pulled a knife on Dennis Hopper. Because he was trying to get some. He yeah. tried to get Hopper. He tried to get Nicholson, right. and they all said they were too busy. So he yeah. went with Rip Torn, who got denied because he pulled a weapon on a knife on uh, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Which makes sense because Dennis Hopper was a crazy man at that time. Crazy man, but also a huge pussy. Yeah. Like he was I, not I, about I, that I, lifestyle. No. We also beat his one, Michelle Phillips. Let's not forget that. Yeah, Dennis Hopper had some issues. Michelle. He had issues in his early days, but he got cleaned up. Yeah, he Johnny he cashed it. Sober, and then he was he was cool for the next twenty five years. But, but he, he didn't work for a long time. That Dennis Hopper, I'd be curious to see a documentary about him and what he did like that ten years where he wasn't working, doing nothing during the eighties. Yeah, like shit. 80, 60, 69 was Easy Rider. Yeah. And then he was basically kind of blackballed. Oh, is it that that, that soon? And then he was in America. He was in uh, American or um, uh, Apocalypse Now, and like that was his first movie for a while. That's a decade after. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he was not much. I fucking love like, Dennis Hopper. And then but uh, I would never Michael, have wanted to meet him during those early years. No, he'd be no, he'd be terrible. He was just too too drugged out. And David Lynch kind of resuscitated his career. Well, I will say this: I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Des Hopper. He, the man didn't stop working. No, after a certain period, yeah. No, not ever. He he just oh, okay. he just did other stuff. Like he went to TV and right, he's in TV stuff. Okay. His biggest gap off was seventy three to seventy five. He took off seventy four. That's it. Okay, maybe that was the period. He took off seventy. Yeah. Um, he did True Grit as well. No, he's. He's uh, in an episode of Twilight Zone. That's yeah. He's wait. His acting is yeah. too good for the Twilight Zone. It's exactly, alarming. Yeah. Alarming how much better he is than all the other. Who are you? You gotta tell. You gotta dissuade it to me. Yeah. Like and he's like, what do you mean? Like he's doing the James Dean thing, and it's like yeah. this is not made for Twilight Zone. It's too good. <laughs> like, See, that's why I prefer him to like Marlon Brando. Oh yeah. Like so, like Dennis Hopper was just a good solid actor. He was fucking nut. You know, because of the drugs. Well, they all were. It, it didn't help, but, you know. All those again, method actors Mar- back then were all lunatics. Well, but then Marlon Brando also, he got the joke. So I kind of like, I don't know, it's a soft spot in my heart for Marlon Brando because he knew it was all bullshit. And he knew that it was bullshit. And I kind of give him credit for that, which is why he's always just like, when, when that, like that um, documentary, when What's Your Name, um, Feruza Balk was talking about. Let's talk about our scene. Let's talk about our our history and and all the on our, our our relationship in the movie. He goes, oh dear, no, 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 that's not happening. This is this is a stupid thing we're doing. You're so beautiful. You're going to be just fine. It's all bullshit, basically. And he walked away. Just sit back, shoot the movie, collect his, your check. He, yeah, he, he walked away with his icicle hat, <laughs> ice bucket hat, holding that guy. Yeah, with that little midget monster. Oh, God. Maybe we should do a redux on that. Oh, God. Took took that poor German actor's lines away from him. Little bastard. Uh, Remember, uh, all the best best quotes were uh, uh, David... What's his last name? Thulis? Yeah, Thulis. He would just... All he wanted to do was hang out with the the miniature actor. (laughs) He didn't give a shit about the rest of the thing. 
No. So I'm trying to do my scenes, and then he's over here just like playing with the guy. (laughs) So bizarre. His interviews are fucking hilarious in that documentary. Uh, If you think Rob Moreau guy on there, holy shit. Oh. Rob Moreau, who is in Mother. He's the brother of Albert Brooks in Mother. And whose father died making the Twilight Zone movie. No. Is that his dad? Yeah. Rob Morrow, Vic Morrow? Rob Morrow, Vic Morrow, yep. Are they? That was his son. Look it up. I didn't know that. I know it's Jennifer Jason Lee's father. So they're half brothers and sisters. Must be. Jennifer Uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is, that's Vic Morrow's daughter. Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow, okay. Wow, you know, I never made that connection. Didn't even think about that. Who is Rob Morrow's father? Rob Morrow. Oh, maybe not. Am I wrong? That doesn't say. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. No, I think it's just, I don't think they're related. Man, if that's, wow, okay. Now, Jennifer Jason Lee is, that's his daughter. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I don't know, I don't think Rob Morrow, they're related. It's just the same name. Yeah, it doesn't say here. Two, including Jennifer Jason Lee. That's all it says. So. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I, I honestly always thought they were. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Interesting. 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 Hollywood is an intricate web with lots They're of similar They're all incestuous. Incestuous <laughs> to make frogs gay. Uh, Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Anyway. I need to watch that. I, I haven't seen all of that. I'm going to add that to our list. I do need to watch that one eventually. Blue, Blue Velvet? Is that what I said? Um, Blue Velvet, yeah. I do have Broadcast News on here. That's a good one. I've never seen it. Broadcast News is a good movie. Uh, David. So, uh, Defending Your Life. Do you like the opening sequences uh, with the CD player and all that? I laugh. I think it's funny because he's listening to terrible music. Barbara Streisand. And everybody, everybody outside the car, do we all have to listen to that? <laughs> that was pretty good. And he's just, um, I like when yeah. he buys the car and he goes, look, there it is. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that looks great. He, basically his role, his character is a giant child. So he's yes. like, wow, but that's not yours. Yours is right here. And he's like, why don't yeah. you show me that one first? Now my car looks like a turd. <laughs> this is what. That's what I'm saying. Subtle. He didn't say it looks like a piece of shit. He didn't say it looks like. Yeah. He says it looks like a turd. I don't know no. what it is about his like childlike sense of humor in this. It's never no. mean. It's never. It's just. It's observational humor without being like aggressive about it. It's just like. Right. I, the only aggressive joke he has is when he, the comedian is like, "What do you die from?" He's like, "I died on stage, like you." That's that the only. Per- that was an inside joke. Yeah, I was reading about dad, that too. His dad died on stage. Yeah, when he was like eleven years old. But that's like the only joke that has like a real negativity toward it, I guess. Right. Like every yeah. other joke is it looks like a turd. Like there's no. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the whole the whole thing with <laughs> your life of being like you said, eat whatever you want. That's all you can eat. You don't gain no weight, and it's all good. It all tastes really good. And every time you eat in a meal, oh, oh, it's the best chicken yeah. I ever had. Oh, and you get here to go. They love putting things in boxes. Here. Uh, <coughs> these people, they love putting things in little boxes. So just ask to take it home. You want, you want some? Take it home to you, into your hotel room. 
Yeah. He gets the nine pies to go. I'm gonna give you nine pies. No, I don't want nine pies. I didn't ask for this. Yes, you did. No, no, no. You want them? Because his lawyers looking, his uh, prosecutors looking at him and judging him for taking nine pies, or so he thinks in his head. Yeah. Because he thinks it says all. This is all connected to his trial, which is funny. Oh, and and did you read that this is uh, uh, Ethan Suppley's or or, um, Ethan Randall back then? Ethan, uh, yeah, his first movie. Yeah, it was just before Dutch. Just before Dutch, yeah. I, I obviously I noticed him right away. I was like, oh, there he is. Yeah, let's talk about this guy. Yeah, oh, I talk about him a lot. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what. It, like I said, he just reminded me of myself back then. And Ethan, Ethan Embry, right? Ethan, Ethan Embry, Embry, yeah. Is his fake name? Like, uh, well, I think it was like his dad. Uh, you know, one of those sort of things. Yeah, the parents were awful. Uh, yeah, and they made him I don't know about the and... parents, but I think he changed yeah. it to the other parent. I don't, I don't exactly know, but um, I've, I've always liked him. He's in one. He's in the best episode of the new Twilight Zone series. Um, remember mm. that the Who of You episode? Yeah, yeah, that was actually yeah decent. That, that was, wasn't a bad one. That was one of my favorite episodes of Twilight Zone of all time, like including the original series. I fucking hey, love that wow. episode. Wow. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, no, no, that episode works for me. Through and through, mm. um, but it was nice to see him. It, it, it a revol- involving in this whole story of stolen something. What was this? What was stolen? Oh, the, the markers, you tell me. The but if it's st- paintbrushes or something, but if he stole them, he would have them. So what did he steal? I don't under- quite understand what he stole. No, because c- he lost them. He lost them. He didn't steal them. The, 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 he lost them and he took it onto himself to get the blame. Because his dad was going to beat him or something. No, but so Ethan said, "I Ethan, lost them." That's what he says. That's that's the made-up yeah. story, though, to cover for his friend. Because he goes, he, he knows if I don't have them, that means I stole something. There's like a whole oh, weird stolen part, and I couldn't quite understand it. Um, oh, maybe I can find it because it's. Oh no! Okay, no, I think he did steal them, and he was covering up for him because he did. Yeah, he says, "Oh, I forgot mine." Yeah, it's right here. Forty. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's what it was. He said, "I sold them, or somebody somebody stole them from me. And I don't have them." And then he says, "Like, how can you be irresponsible and lose your markers, your utensils?" All right, ready? For stealing those books. Stealing those books. Stealing those books. Now they're gonna think I stole this. I'm gonna be expelled. Oh, oh. did lose it. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. He stole okay. books before. Okay, that was previous. Okay, that's what I was confused. Go. Yeah, that's why. Okay, because I mean, then he gets the kid expelled for losing <laughs> the fucking paintbrushes, because they think he stole them at that point. That's right, and he goes back and he, and he, and he, he uh, rats off. <laughs> yeah. Go well, to. And I love he goes. 28. He goes. You don't understand. You guys are not here to understand. Television is like heroin to a child. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take that away. <laughs> like, Come on. Uh, it's great. I was I was expecting more out of Buck Henry's character. Yeah, that was the joke, which he just didn't say anything. He doesn't say it, but I was hoping he would come yeah. back for like the last day, and then now I strike. Right, yeah. And it has never happened. No, what was the thing they said, though? Uh, he, he's very good. So I keep hearing. <laughs> no, he's very good. Oh, great. He uses 51% of his brain. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, I think Buck Henry and him were buddies and pals, so that was yeah. like kind of his favorite. Buck, Buck Henry, shit, he lived to be almost 100 years old. Because he just died not that long ago. You know what we know Buck Henry the best from? Oh, yes. A little TV show called Quark. 
but ultimately had nothing to do with. <laughs> we wrote the pilot, and that's about it. You go, like, God damn, that was an entertaining yeah. show. Oh my god. god, I have a transmute. Yeah, we saw him in uh, Twilight Zone episode from '85, and, and uh, Near Dark. And Near Dark, yeah. He was dead near he plays dark. The and he's Dollman. Yeah. He's Dollman in the Full Moon movies. Yep. So he's got, he's got those three roles going for him. He's four. a lot more than that, but yeah. Yeah, no, he's got a ton. But those are the ones that we remember him fondly for. Oh, Quark. Oh, God. I have another couple show, a couple other shows picked out that are kind of like... Oh, I can't wait. One of them is, uh, we brought up last week, that was uh, Future Cop. Oh, okay. And the other one is Cop Rock. Cop Rock, yeah. Um, then there's ugh. Hammer, Slammer, and Slade, which was your well, request. But, yeah, it's the pilot to the show that never happened. Yeah. It's basically the movie. It's just a recut version of the movie, I think. I can't wait to watch those, all of that. God. But, uh, but so your first experience with, the, with uh, Albert Brooks, did you enjoy it? You said it was, oh, yeah. it was funny, but it was like not the kind of humor you thought it was going to be? I expected... I know how Adam Sandler. I know what. El, no, I. I wanted more fart jokes and uh, uh, weird-looking people being made fun of. No, because I, I know how funny Albert Brooks is because I've seen his other yeah. stuff. So I wanted more of that, and I wanted more emotion when he was clearly going to get declined to go, to stay. Right. And I wanted more out of that stuff. And then it gets to the end, and the you know we're going to spoil it. Obviously, go watch the movie. Um. You know, when he does the whole running over to her thing, that part's funny, but I was like, I wanted, I don't know, I just wanted more out of him. Right. Him personally. Because I know he can act, so I was like, he's, it's a choice he's making, clearly. I just wanted more emotion out of him during a lot of these scenes, because that's the point of the movie, is, is conquering fear and... I don't know. It's it's not something he's wrong with. It's definitely something you know. I, I wanted something different than what I got out of it, but it didn't distract me from liking the movie. Right. It's just I was like, oh, I'm waiting for that scene where he's gonna do the speech. Right. And it just never happened. He does his little outro, his little closing arguments, and he's like, oh, keep trying. I'll try my best. Try my best. No. And I'm waiting for. I, I honestly, here's the scene I wanted. I don't know why this was in my head the whole time. I wanted the. Everyone here is like kind of. I wanted him to realize how shitty it is there in this afterlife, and be like, "I don't want to stay here. I want to go back and and learn and and be these terrible things that you're accusing me of. I want to be those things because that's what it is to be human. I wanted something like that, mm. where he just doesn't want to play the game anymore. Because he has those setups because he's like, I'm sick of being judged day after day, just watching and just judging me. And I wanted him to, like, rebel against that a little bit, and he never did. Yeah. That's just my personal preference. Mm. What about you? Uh, Well, I mean, this is one of those movies that you kind of grow up with. I've seen it so many times. Like, it's been watched on HBO forever. And then, you know, Mother, we've seen that one a lot of times. And, um... That's kind of the, the movies that I've kind of just known him as being in, and then Broadcast News, and then uh, Taxi Driver, and a bunch of other movies yeah. he's done on the side. 
I've, I've always known him and I've heard some of his bits, his stand-up stuff I've heard here and there. And it's always been pretty funny. And I, I mean, I didn't realize like how much he's done. If you watch that documentary, he's had a full on like nonstop career since he was like 16 years old. Yeah. Like he's been in the business forever because his dad was in the, his parents were in the business. So it's like, he's showbiz. He's of that era. He's of the fifties showbiz era. Without, so without moved, nepotism. Well, no, this is all nepotism. But no, I mean, all his success later, like, he wasn't casting there because. No, he's talented. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He's funny. He deserves to be where he's at, but he, I mean, he was born into it, and his father was a performer, his mom was a performer, so he had that in him, but he was just really funny. And even Carl Reiner, he said that he was the funniest thing that he ever saw. Rob Reiner. At 16. No, Carl Reiner. Oh, Carl Reiner said it. Okay. Carl Reiner said that, okay. yeah, cause, and that's what gave him a lot of attention. Because he was on like the, the late night shows and the variety shows of the seventies. He was in all of them, on all of them, and they do show in the documentary. They show a lot of them, and they're pretty damn funny. And he, he's just he's oh, and he's one of the reasons why Saturday Night Live is called Saturday Night Live, or or, or why Saturday Night Live is is the way it is because he said they wanted him to be the, the host forever. They wanted him to host the show, and he said he goes well no. Why don't you just have someone be a host every week? And that's how you do the show. Like, yeah. I don't want to do it every every week. That's too much work. How about you just get a guest host and they do it every week? And, that, and that's what Galbert Brooks brought to SNL because Lauren, P, Lauren Michaels, Michaels or what's his name? Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels wanted him to be the full on um, the full on host for the whole entire thing. And he said, no, I don't want to do that. But he said, I want to do short film. Okay, I do films for SNL. And he's the one that did. He's basically the guy that created the digital short, basically. Yeah. Like, he's the one that did all that. And he did that in the 70s. So he was ahead of the game there. And he did a lot of radio stuff. Like, he's funny. Like, I've heard all of his earlier stuff. He's funny. And he's always been that way. And now he's getting older. He's slowing down, obviously. And he's still pretty funny and sharp. And um, and his, his brother is Super Dave. Yeah, when he died, uh, that was sad. Yeah, I was like, oh god, like I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, but they, he's on uh, Curb a lot. He's yeah, Curb enthusiasm. That was his last shebang. I remember watching Super Dave when I was growing up. Yeah, um, I, and I never quite understood it, but I kind of liked that about it. Right. Yeah. Um, so when, I, when I found out they're brothers, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they look exactly the same, just weight difference. Yeah, talk the same way too. Wow. Oh, Super really. Dave just played. Yeah. He just played yeah. into that. Because you're Einstein. His real name's Einstein, so Albert Einstein. Yeah. But uh, no, but I love Super Dave. I was rewatching some of them on YouTube a couple weeks ago, and they're just funny because okay, we're gonna do this stunt. And it's obviously a dummy, and it gets crushed, and he's like going, oh. Okay, that didn't feel too good. I'm in my pain here. You have to get it. It's an emergency. I have to get out of here. And everybody just leaves. Help me. Guys, help me. <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, wow. But it's so, uh, the visual gag is so funny because it's obviously a dummy. And it, you, last minute, you always know something's going to happen. So yeah. you just crush it. But it's just funny shit. And I remember watching those specials when I was young in the 80s. Oh, yeah. I remember those. That shit those was funny. Days when shit, when... You had the satellite television you were watching. I would just always Back catch it where days. I never would catch it from the beginning. Yeah. So it is like, oh, it's that guy. What is happening? Like, I can never quite catch up. And I kind of yeah. like that about it where I'm like, 
I'm not in on the joke, but I think it's funny, like what I'm watching. Yeah. It's because it, I didn't know where to find it. Like, you know, back then it was, if you didn't have the TV yeah. guide and uh, you have no fucking idea okay. what, where to find it. Yeah. So you just happen to stumble yeah. upon yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but Albert Brooks is 76 now. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. He had a good run. If he dies tomorrow, he's, he had a good run. Yeah. He's. But I think he'll live another 10, 20 years. I think he'd live that long. I think most people nowadays are going to know him as uh, Dory's. Or, yeah, uh, he's Nemo's Nemo. dad. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is fucked up. And he has a lot of Simpson voices. Yeah. He's been on the, with the Simpsons since the beginning, too. He's done, God, I think he's done like 10 or 12 voices on the Simpsons. I, I do want to say that I love the visuals of this movie. I think I think he's a better director than actor in this movie. Because mm-hmm. it is a very well-directed movie. Like, it just I love that it's just... How simple and cheap he made some things so he could spend yeah. more money later. Because when he gets to there, it's like, oh, here's your hotel, and it's just a hotel. Yeah, hotel. Yeah. There's no it's not even a nice hotel. No, there's no hers is head. hers is like fancier. He's like, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on the Continental. I think I, they gave me breath mints. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it's because you can tell that was just him saving money and coming up with a funny reason for them being like to save the money. Right, oh, they're in yeah. hotels. Yeah. And then he used that money later on during those the shuttle sequence at the end. Or right. the or the beginning where they're all getting carted <coughs> in and it's all in unison. Like a, it's almost like a music video. Yeah. Not the spoiler next it's week's the movie. Universal trams from Universal yeah. Studios <laughs> for their ride. Which is hilarious. It's just a visually a very good movie. And something you could I like I can watch this with my kids now if I wanted to. I could just yeah. put it on. No, it's a clean movie. It's it's not it's not foul language nope. or dirty, and it's pretty funny. There's, they don't. I like the scenes where him and Meryl Streep are talking about their spouses, and they're never like angry. And that's why I'm saying I kind of wanted some anger from Meryl Streep. Something of like, like this whole thing is going to leave my kids like orphaned. I I, I don't. Know, but they're all yeah. like, I don't even care, and I'm like, ugh. that kind of bothers me, honestly. Well, I think that's how would death would be. Yes, I, I agree. That's the point. You're not going to be, you're not going to be sitting there worried about your kin because you can't. There's nothing you do about it. Yes, just, but you're going to be. It doesn't mean you can't feel a certain way about it. Sure, it's like it's like the RoboCop line. I remember them. I feel them, but I don't remember them. Yeah, I just, saddest line in, in, in an action movie he's, ever written. Yes. Jesus Christ, and the music that, like, swells up. It's fucking sad. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, RoboCop makes you cry sometimes. You don't make you cry. The first one will fuck with you. The second one's just there for yuck yucks. second one's just ridiculous. (laughs) second one's way more fun. Frank Miller goofiness. Yeah, the second one's great. I love it. I think it's funny. This guy's good. But, yeah, it sounds like I'm complaining about the movie, but I'm definitely not. I'm just saying I no, want I, yeah, I wanted I it to go a different it. direction with some emotion towards being dead, towards being taken right. away from the fan. I wanted something and it was just kind of he just floats into the next scene. Yeah. And regardless of what happens, it never really he kind of just goes, I don't I don't like being judged, but he doesn't really get emotional about it. Yeah. So I'm saying it's a very subtle performance the entire way through, and it was definitely a choice. Well he's very one thing you'll notice about Al Brooks is he's very passive. Yeah, I think that's just who he is in real life, and a lot of people are passive aggressive or just passive. They're not going to argue because uh, there's a scene. I think 
It was in this movie. It was in, it was in this movie. It was Defend Your Life, where he goes, he's with his wife practicing for the interview. And he goes, uh, offer me uh, uh, $70,000. We'll give you $50,000. Nope, I can't do this job unless it's 70000 something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can't do this job. I can't do this job. Uh, at sixty thousand, can't do it. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Well, I can't do it. I have to do it at seventy-five. Let's see the real footage. Forty-nine k. Forty-nine k. I'll take it. Shakes his hand. I'll write up the paperwork. All yeah. right. I'll write up the paperwork. Like, I'll get your. Yeah. Car- I'll get your parking pass. Yeah. That's, yeah God. Like, <laughs> that was oh, a good joke. God. But the yeah. problem is, it goes on so long. You know, that's where it's going. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. But I was still. But I still that, laugh when it happened. That's an example. Of his humor, because yes. in his other movies, similar jokes like that occur, or bits like that happen. It, that's vaudevillian, that yes. kind of joke. He's very theatrical. That's it's, comes it's literally a version down. of the yeah of the what what's that you say? What's that you say? Right. Um, he hangs up. What do you say? He didn't say. Right. Or you don't say. You don't say. What hangs yeah. up? You didn't say. Sorry, fuck that he up. Didn't say. He didn't say. Yeah, it's... the train's going to Cucamonga. Rancho <laughs> Cucamonga. Classic Jack Benny bit. Yeah, um, but it, yeah, it, it is very Valvillian his his kind of style, which is. But he again, it's very subtle in this, where it's not grandiose like vaudeville is. But well, yeah, but he also in it, when he watches stand up stuff, he does that vaudeville shtick. Act, oh yeah, but he subverts it. But he does the Andy Coffin version always of always subverting, yeah, which is funny. Like he, he did one where it was a he did a ventriloquist act, and the dummy, he goes, okay, the dummy's gonna drink water now, and I'm gonna talk for the dummy, and that's what he did. And like, it's funny, it's really well done, and it's just like, okay, the dummy's gonna take a break now. He just drops the dummy, and starts smoking <laughs> yeah. cigarette. That's just so stupid but funny, and he just he's he's a genius. He really. Hit. That's why I say that about Andy Kaufman. Is I love that. No. I love that attitude toward comedy, which is, I don't care what you think the bit is. I'm not going to do that. Right. And if you think I'm going to go this way when I'm not doing it, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't even know what I'm going to do, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that attitude toward it. Yeah. Right. Just never it's knowing just, what's going to happen. Just pretty crazy. It's pretty good. But yeah, Albert Brooks again. I mean, you got to watch his other films. He's good. I do. And yeah. This is, one of his, this is one of his, I think they're all pretty good. They're all pretty on par with each other. Uh, but the Muse, like I said, the Muse is funny. It's more cutesy, I think. It's not, it's not going to be as dark. Well, it's not dark, but it's, it's still, it's, I think it's, it's cutesy. It's more cutesy. I think that's the word I would use to describe it. I haven't seen it in a long time. But when I did see it, I was like, oh, this is, this is funny. It's a funny idea. Sharon Stone. Great. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone's actually not bad at it. She's okay, pretty good. good. She is good in it. And you get to see her naked. She gets naked for a second. It's Sharon Stone, yes. Yeah, Sharon Stone, who, you know, face it, Sydney. Your mom was no Sharon Stone. <laughs> you get to see Sharon Stones in it. Sharon Stones. Sharon's Stones. Um, so- one last thing what I was building toward with the... Because I kept reading about he's sick of his yuppie lifestyle and, he, you know, disillusioned. By, and I'm like... Based on how subtle his performance is, I never got that he was sick of it. I never, well, I think they're, never they're got com- that. They're comparing that to uh, modern or um, uh, the second movie he did or the third movie he did. Um, what was it? Um, not modern romance. The other one, Lost in America. Yeah, 
Lost in America is the, is about yuppies getting out of the grind and. But why would they buy buy insurance? I think they're comparing. They're talking about that. They must have been because they, they kept saying that, and this, and I'm like, when when did we see that that he's sick of this? Right. Or has any ill will toward it? Yeah. I don't I don't understand that. I kept seeing that. And I'm like, if that's what they're they going for, I did not get that at all. And right now, I think there's other work. Okay. Because his other movies are kind of. More or less, he plays that sort of upper middle class lost character, lost in America, who's who's rich, who could, who's wealthy and successful, but feels guilty for it, and so he has to he has to kind of self sabotage himself so that he can go on and feel better about himself. So it's not something like that. I mean, that's yeah. sort of, that makes sense for for Lost in America. I don't know about Modern Romance. I haven't seen Modern Romance, but that's why I need to watch. But I, uh, that's his earlier romantic comedy you know albert brooks um that's why i probably never watched it it's albert brooks and romantic comedy you don't think they would mix well we should but get around does. we should get I, around I to really watching good. them all yeah yeah well, i definitely Just want to watch them eventually all. pick yeah. one and yeah we'll get yeah. we'll get through get through the uh, catalog there's yeah, only seven or eight what i say i forgot but oh if that's there's not many he's got like six or seven yeah it's not it's not a lot but uh what well, so on your scale what would you give this film this is the first time watching it i'm gonna give it a seven I would agree. Seven is what I what I have. Yeah, seven. It's got a seven point two in IMDb. Yeah, that's about correct. That's 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 on par with what it is. Um, it's very entertaining, very enjoyable. Yes. I do like the movie. I'm definitely gonna watch it again, which is always yes, a good I, sign. And it may I've, go up. I've the seen, score yeah. may go up the more I watch it, but yeah, just first impressions was yeah. very good movie. Yep. Wanted something else out of it, and maybe the expectations kind of dampened my score a little bit. So maybe maybe, sec- maybe the second view will. Yeah, 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 that'd be better. Yeah, and it wasn't expectations like I wanted more out of the movie. I just wanted something. It's it's very unusual to want this out of a movie. Like I wanted the Mm. character to have different motivation, which is bizarre. Right. Like, because that's how I would feel in that scenario. Like I wanted that because that's how I was feeling watching the movie. Like a little angry, a little like, how fucking dare you? Like that sort of thing. Right. But that's not what he was going for. That's not what the character felt. And. Yeah, I think my second viewing, I'll I'll have that out of my mind. Yeah. Oh, defending your life. I'm glad I watched well, it finally because this was on yeah, my no. list forever. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good one to watch to, to kind of break yourself into the Albert Brooks phase. Uh, I I would say this is a good one to start with, and then maybe go to Modern Romance, and then go back to Mother because Mother is more mainstream i would say but mother's mother's good mother is very good mother's funny mother's one of his better ones too weird because looking at the movies lost in america looked like the one i wanted to watch next uh yeah that would be that's a good one lost in america is a good one i was like oh that looks interesting that one is funny he got he got a great scene with gary marshall where he where his okay. wife his wife gambles their life savings away and he goes how about this for a marketing campaign you give the money back he goes, give the money back. Yeah, think of it. You put on a billboard. Come to Vegas. Come to the casino where you lose everything, but you'll get it back. And he goes, no, I don't think that's going to work. And they, get, they have this conversation for like five minutes. And finally, it's Gary Marshall. And at the end of the scene, Gary Marshall goes, I think you should leave now. And it's just like, it just keeps going. And he goes, you have to leave now. And so she lost all their money uh, at craps. So they have one stop in Vegas, and that's the end of their trip. Wow. That's pretty funny. And again, yeah, it's worth watching. 
But yeah, I need to see. I need to see his first movie for sure. I really want to see that one. That one looks really funny. I think we should do like two a year. Yeah. Or or maybe I don't know maybe more because there's only a handful. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, so we, we can, can get probably to them. get it done in a week. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe we'll do a versus one and get two two done at a time. There you go. Oh, there you go. That seems, Fucking... seems fine. A new one and an old one. Yeah. We'll do the Muslim one and then. Yeah, why not? I haven't seen that one. I forgot he's in This Is 40. Yes, he's the dad. Yeah. I like that Which movie. was funny. He was yeah. good in that. He was very good in that. Oh. All right. So, next well, week, Dick. What do we have? You saw it, right? You saw what I chose. I can't remember. Okay. I so was, maybe. for no reason, it's a movie we can't really play on the live stream because it's music. But I chose Pink Floyd The Wall, the movie. Oh, the Alan Parker good movie. God. All right. I haven't seen that. That's why I figured you hadn't seen it. And you, no. we watched this and I hadn't seen it, so I wanted to kind of flip the switch there. Okay. Yeah, there you go. It's a movie I love, uh, literally yeah. in my top like 15 movies. Wow, okay. And I'm curious what you think. You're probably not going to like it. Obviously, you're not going to like it as much as I do. But... <laughs> sweat like two balloons. <laughs> you will see that song. Yay. And they redid the music for the movie, you know, because they wanted to... Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And But it is a good movie. It was a very good All movie. Right. And I'll interesting. And I'm looking forward to see what you think about it. Um, fantastic. Uh, we do have to do next Thursday, though. Just to let you know. Okay, that's fine. All right. All right, Pink Floyd, The Wall, 1982, I want to say. Alan Parker movie. Oh, okay. We'll be there, 150, episode 152. All right, Dick, any any parting words of wisdom for defending I your life? I had a fleeting glimpse <laughs> the of my Football. So long, citizens. <laughs>